The Heat will let it play out. It's over. At last, the long wait is over. After 47 years, the Denver Nuggets can finally call themselves NBA champions. champions the denver nuggets that's right welcome to nba strayer again and we have one more aussie nba champion jack white dun 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 that's right another nba champion to add to the list you love to see it anyway this is nba strayer i am your host james clements i'm the editor of a very good website it's called code bet go check that out uh, you can see this podcasting mug of mine on Fox Sports Lab NBA or in the paper. Everywhere around this wide brand land of ours. Uh, here in a pretty warm Larry Armour studio. It's got hot in here watching the uh, old Game 5. I'll tell you that much anyway. And we're going to... Uh, today's show is going to be a reaction show just to Game 5 and the Nuggets win. And it's going to be awesome. We're going to rep Australia a little bit. That's what we do. But yeah, we'll wrap up Game 5. We'll talk about some winners and losers. Just some really quick hitter. First blush winners and losers because it's a fun list. Uh, but we'll go through the game. We'll talk about uh, the old NBA Australia. That's not a knife, old mate. No mate. Spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. Uh, we'll have Legend of the Week. We've got Yeah Nas. We've got the Unpopular Opinion of the Day. And our back take house. Where we're serving up a flame grill take. And there's Michael Malone at the podium. Feeling pretty good about himself. Jeez. What a vibe that'd be. Uh, the Great Mum Award will be pretty easy. Nikola Jokic, finals MVP. You'll love to see that. Uh, but we will also, I mean, there's no games to preview, so we'll kind of check in with Patty Mills and then turn our eye to off-season gear, the draft, all that sort of stuff. But we'll finish with a deli review because why not? All right, episode 949 of NBA Australia. The Denver Nuggets are NBA champions, and so is Jack White. Woo! All right. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better. You better watch out for the Jimmy Butler attack. He'll kick you fair in the dick at the top of his, the apex of his jump shot. Oh, it's a natural move. Uh, we're not going to overturn that. Adam Silver on the dog and bone while that was going on. You better call that on Aaron Gordon. He got his penis in the way of Jimmy Butler's foot. I need more money. Okay, Adam, just set him, settle down there, Adam. Just settle down, mate. What a Barry Crocker shocker that was. Uh, speaking of which, though, you better watch out for the Adam Silver attack of your Ja Morant. Like, how hard do you reckon uh, Adam Silver is right now that he gets to announce the Ja Morant suspension? Oh, God, you touched a gun. You're dead to me. <laughs> you lied to me, Jar. I'm going to get you. It's like, all right, Adam, just settle down, mate. He's having a great time at this point. Anyway, let's get into it the way we start every show here in NBA Australia. The Daily Whip Around. There it is. 
The Denver Nuggets are your 2023 NBA champions. Nuggets in five. Nuggets in five. You'll love to see it. Uh, What a fun, awesome game. I'm a little bit pissed because that game is essentially what we should have seen happen across the entire series. And if Miami had played a little bit better, Denver very off the boil in that game as well. Uh, But it would have been good to have like five of those. As opposed to basically big margins, game one, three, and four. Close game two after a big Nuggets comeback and then a uh, game five. Absolute rip schnooter. Uh, but still, chaos, chaos, engine engaged. That was fun. It really, really was. The Nuggets win their first NBA title in franchise history. I absolutely love that as well. They're the third team in the last eight years to win their first title. It's the Cavs, the Raps, and the Nugs. It's just very cool. (laughs) I'm just very happy. So to rewind, look, we will do a sort of big breakdown of uh, winners and losers from the series, heading into the offseason, all that sort of stuff, after the wash-up of this game, basically, uh, later this week. And uh, I'll tell you what, the vibe of what we talked about prior, prior to the game, or prior to the series, but the three things that were decide the series, it was Joker versus Bam, and Joker was just better than Bam enough to get them the win. Bam was fucking awesome. Awesome. After, like, all series. He was so good. Uh, Miami on the road was another big one. They did win game two. Uh, but as I've sort of maintained throughout this entire series, Miami had one amazing quarter where they outplayed the Nuggets. In the fourth quarter of game two, where they shot the lights out, basically decided not to miss. They had an out-of-body experience. They win game two. Otherwise, the Nuggets were just too good, too big, too strong, uh, too deep. And then you saw today, Miami just went, that's cute, don't care. We'll just make them work. That's what Miami did really, really well in this game, right? Uh, Miami on the road, made them work. The Mosquito Fleet versus the Nugget size. The Nugget size eventually just sort of wore down the Mosquito Fleet, right? You saw Struess and Vincent struggle um, you saw Duncan Robinson not have much of an impact. Big booty Kyle Lowry just fucking showed up for game five. Um, doing a couple of little buckets here and there throughout the series, but otherwise, the Nug size dealt with the Mosquito Fleet pretty well. Like Caleb Martin being sick for the first two games didn't help things. but um, And no Tyler Hero. No Tyler Hero. That's a bit of a problem. It feels like that's a bit of a problem. Um is the series really different with Hero? Yeah, nah. Yeah, it is. Because the Nuggets have to account for like another really dangerous ball handler and another really dangerous shooter who can hit threes off the bounce, off the dribble, or just like, you know, cuts, weird back cuts that Hero does. Just You got to always keep your head on a swivel. He's got that little bit more size in Vincent and Struess as well. But either way, the five big matchups we talked about, Joker versus the other bigs, he towed him for the most part. But bam, look. Played him mostly to a standstill. It's kind of good. Jimmy versus KCP, Jamal Bruce Brown. Jimmy is the biggest letdown, I think, out of this series. He turned it on in that fourth quarter. He was absolutely fucking amazing, but just didn't have enough throughout the game to get them over the hump. Big booty guy, Larry. And uh, what, MP? Yeah, Struis Vincent, Jam, Jamal, KCP. Those Look, Jamal, KCP very clearly won all those uh, battles. You love that. And the benches, Duncan Robinson... Big Booty versus Al Hefe, Bruce Brown. Christian Brown was massive as well. 
And it was like with Caleb Martin sort of not being that good, it felt like a lot of this series, the Heat were just one dude away. And without Hero, without Oladipo, like that's what happens, right? Duncan Robinson playing 17 minutes, Caleb Martin 32 today, 34 for Big Booty Kyle Lowry. It did feel like they were a hero short, right? Whereas you could play Brown, Brown and Green, a.k.a. the Nuggets color bench, and, uh, you know, all the colors of the brown, brown, green rainbow. (laughs) Christian Brown. Uh, But still, Denver were very, 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 very lucky, I think, with the uh, no hero, the no Oladipo. Miami probably would have given themselves a bit more of a puncher's chance if they had him, but whatever. Right, to the game. Righto. How good was it? How'd we get here? I mean, 3-1, Denver. Win both games on the road in Miami. Come home where they're like 43-8 and eight for the season, which is chaos. And that turns into 44-8. and eight. Not bloody bad, bro. Not bloody bad. Uh, it started off pretty wonky, right? Miami came out. It was a very slow start. Ends up 24-22 after the first quarter. Miami had an 0 of 9 shooting stretch in there. It was like after, I think, going, what, 2 or 4 to start off with. They were up like 5-2, 5-zip. And then it was (laughs) 12-5. Michael Porter Jr. was up and about. Butler was really struggling from the get-go. That didn't change until the uh, final quarter. Denver got up 8 in that first quarter, you might remember. And then they were not up. Uh, it was like 16-12, 16-14. The Heat just came from nowhere after not hitting a shot for ages. Struis looked awesome. Denver went off the boil. And a lot of the problems you could see that would plague Denver for the rest of the game really reared their ugly head. Taking bad shots. Michael Porter Jr. taking long jumpers. His shot just not going in at all until that massive three. It was like 69-66. Um but like contested threes from Bruce Brown, Christian Braun turning the ball over. And you got to the end of like that first quarter where they just stopped flat dead offensively after Jokic picked up his second foul. Uh, Bam had two and ones <laughs> back to back, which was insane. It was a 14-2 run from the Heat to get them up 22-18. They end up, I think, what, six turnovers in the first quarter for Denver. And it just didn't look good. But then Michael Porter Jr. woke up again. He had four straight. Got it to 22-22. Very nice. Bam was dominating too. He had 14 in the first quarter. He played all 12 minutes of it. And then they threw some zone looks at them. And Denver just like, oh, God, not this again. I thought we'd gotten past it. And they didn't quite hit the shots to figure this out because that became a bit of a problem, didn't it? The shooting. Oh, boy. Denver not being able to buy a three was pretty brutal. But at the same time, they did dominate the boards and they ended up okay. So 30-25 Miami in short order. Uh, Joker hit the first three of the game. I think both teams were one of eight at that point. It didn't get much better for a pretty long time there for Denver. Uh, horrible calls have been called everywhere on the Nugs. That was his, uh, the Joker got his second one very quickly. Three ended up on Gordon very quickly. Two on Murray. It was pretty brutal. And then he had Martin scoring. It's 34-27 Miami, and it's like, oh, shit, the Heat offense is opening up as Denver's dealing with the foul trouble. Duncan Robinson, I like to have a beer with Duncan. He hit a three, then cuts the bucket off a uh, tipped-out O-board offensive rebound. And Miami had a 10-point lead. It was 39-29. Denver 1 of 10 from downtown Miami, 2 of 10. Joker was the only bit of difference and the only bit of offense that the Nuggets could rely on. Probably why he won the finals MVP, I'm just saying. 6-0 Nuggets run after that, though, with a nice big brown dunk 
Only three turnovers for Miami off, uh, versus seven for Denver at that point. Then Big Booty, Big Carl Larry hit back-to-back threes. Another turnover, though, from the uh, from the Nugs. Butts got a bucket. It was nine turnovers at that point. You're like, Denver, what are you doing? 47-39. Murray can't hit a three. He was 0-4. Denver at 1-13 at that point. And Miami were just giving them way more hustle. Then Braun, Brown, gave them a bit of hustle. He had the offensive rebound. Bam, just laying it through everybody. He hit another one right at the end. He had 18 in the first half. It ends up 51-42. And then Brown misses two free throws. He incredibly, it was three of eight from, De- uh, from the free throw line for Denver. And they look shook. KCP blew a wide open layup. But Michael Porter Jr. gets one to drop right at the end of that first half. It ends up 51-44 in favor of your Miami Heat. 51 in the first half. What did they score in the second half, Jim? 38. <laughs> it is not great reading if you're a Heat fan because what have the Nuggets continually done in this series? Oh, kick the shit out of them in the third quarter, Jim. That's right. It happened again. 26-20 to 20 in the third quarter by Denver. Joker gets an and one to come out of the break. Miami was still manufacturing points out of nothing, right? Gabe Vincent was just hitting just stupid shit and then just missed everything else. So at the start of this quarter, he hits a jumper, hits another one. Denver just like, ah, if Gabe Vincent, who can't hit the side of a fucking barn, is going to beat us, then so be it. Hit a couple of shots. Gordon had a foul. Uh, they wipe off the and one. It's 55-49. And I think uh, Michael Porter Jr. just missed a three at that point to leave Denver at 1-17. It's amazing. Uh, but Gordon gets a foul. Joker gets a foul. Denver just starts sort of grinding out those points, right? But they were still six, I think. Six of twelve or six of thirteen from the free throw line. It's sixty fifty seven Miami. Michael Porter Jr. finally finds Jamal Murray for a three. Jam Jamal Murray hits that one, nails it, bang, sixty sixty. Denver get to two of eighteen from downtown. Two of eighteen. Absolute chaos. Michael Porter Jr. and KCB both miss wide open looks, and then we have like this weird sort of three four minute bit where there's just scrambly bullshit. On both sides, Caleb Martin score, scores a bucket. It's 66-62 Miami again. But then there's a putback and some free throws for Denver. It's 66 all. And then that rhythm three by Michael Porter Jr. Absolutely massive. It makes it uh, 3 of 23. But, of course, what do Miami do? They get a Lowry three off an offensive rebound tip out. And it's 71-70 Miami going into the fourth. 71-70. What did I say? Total points under, you little beauty. Boom. Could have read that in yesterday's paper. Today's paper. What am I talking about? And then, look, it was set up amazingly. You're like, oh, geez, man. 71-70 Miami, eh? That's a bit of a worry if you're the Denver Nuggets. Nah, didn't matter. Got off to a nice flurry to start. Joker, hook shot, then a Murray three. It's 75-71 within a minute. And you're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. That's the Nuggets I know. Beautiful ball movement as well, I think, on that Murray three. You had Brown and Gordon, both uh, who had looks where they could have forced up a three, a contested three, but they made a pass instead. They got it to Jamal. He hits a wide-open three. Bang. You're up four. And that's sort of the crucial moment, I think. It's like almost like where the light sort of switched on for Denver. They're like, aha! We should keep doing this. <laughs> and that's what they did. But then, of course, Jokic like, just shoulders through Bam. They're up 77-73. 
Lowry hits another three. He's fourth. It's 77-76. Joker hits an insane turnaround Dirk Nowitzki jumper. Brown, Braun, uh, draws a nice foul. Hit, misses both free throws, though. They were 9 of 19 from the stripe at that point. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Miami getting tough looks on offense. Not getting anything to go. It's 79-76, eight minutes to go. Butler can't hit a shot at that point. He was 2 of 12. 2 of 12. Himmy Butler. 2 of 12. Unbelievable. Braun gets blocked by Struess. Gordon, nephews Kyle Lowry. An absolute pantsing of the night. Absolute pantsing gear, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's exactly what you do to your like little cousin, your nephew, whatever. They're shooting the ball. You just take it out of the air and just go, fuck off. That's <laughs> awesome. Murray then buries a butter jump and nugs back up by five, 81-76. Another two empty tries and a one possession by the Heat. And I think the Heat got to 2 of 13 shooting in the fourth quarter. Butler misses a three. He's 2 of 13 by himself. Then goes 3 of 5 the rest of the way because he goes absolutely hammer hammer and tongs. But look, the Nugs got up uh, after a Joker sort of just prayer. It's like 83-76. And you're like, oh, shit, Denver going to run over the... Oh, no, here comes Jimmy Butler. Oh, my God, it's Jimmy Butler's music. It's a massive three. First time the Heat had scored in about five and a half minutes at that point as well. Uh, after Larry hit that big three, get it 77-76. It's then 83-76. Butler hits that three. Boom. KCP three. KCP three with the rainbow. Four minutes to go. Butler goes back-to-back with the triple. It's 86-82. Michael Porter Jr. misses just like another wildly open shot. It's a four-point game. And then Butler kicks Aaron Gordon in the dick at the apex of his jump shot from three. And somehow, Aaron Gordon's wang is called for a foul on Jimmy Butler's foot, despite Aaron Gordon not changing direction and Jimmy Butler kicking his foot out at the very top of it to make contact with Aaron Gordon's wang. Somehow, doesn't get overturned. And when you go somehow, you then look at who's doing the video refereeing. Ah, Scott Foster. That's interesting. The extender. Nugs up one after Jimmy Butler hits all of them. Bad miss on the rebound by Gordon. Tips out by Larry to Butler on another one. More three throws. It's 13 straight points from Jimmy Butler at that point. 13 straight! The bloke was 2 of 13. Turns it on. 89-88. The Miami Heat are up. 89-88. And then they did not score again. A six-zip run down the stretch for your Denver Nuggets. And they win. The NBA Finals Game 5 with the brute, like, at that point as well, you're like, 89-88, I feel like missing 10 free throws is rearing its ugly head. (laughs) They were 9 of 19 at that point. 9 of 19. Absolute chaos gear. But in the last couple of minutes, right, so after it gets to that 89-88 spot with Jimmy Butler hitting uh, the second of his free throws with two minutes to go, uh, Jamal misses a shot, but Bruce Brown... Gets the offensive rebound and just puts it back up. Amazing. The rebound and put back puts Denver back up in front. Struess misses a big three. Uh, Aaron Gordon gets the rebound. Struess then kicks it out of bounds. (laughs) Quick ball violation. Yoka misses the layup. Gordon gets the tip shot. Misses that. And you're like, what the fuck? Here you go. It's 90-89. 40-odd seconds left. Off we go. KCP! Bang! 
The turnover, absolutely incredible. Lowry gets the switch, passes it to Butler in the paint. Butler turns around, is looking for what he's meant to be doing. Usually just would rise up, step back, jumper, butter in the paint. Nope. Tries to pass the ball. KCP anticipates it. Gretz gets the steal. And then the bad foul by Lowry. He didn't need to. KCP, every nugget is missing a fucking free... Literally every nugget who had been to the free throw line had missed one. KCP showing he's got nuggets the size of the welcome stranger there. That's a uh, gold nugget joke. Uh, KCP calmly nails both. Butler throws up a contested three. Misses that. Not great. Bruce Brown gets the rebound. Struce fouls him. Bruce, again, you're only up three at this point. 14 seconds left. Bruce Brown nails both free throws to put him up five. Another heat timeout. Big Budokar Larry misses the three. You're down five. KCP gets the rebound. And that is your NBA Finals Game 5 done in the bag. Huge Nuggets win. Where's this one going to go? This is going straight to the pool room. Unbelievable. All right, so with all this in mind, let's talk through the box score just that little bit, and then we'll do a quick quick couple of winners and losers for you. Uh, for the Heat, Butler, after being 2 of 13, ends up 5 of 18. <laughs> I mean, it's not great. Five of th- I'm no math magician, but 5 of 18 is fucking shit ish. 21 points because he went to the free throw line. He went 9-11. Oh, Bush did that. Uh, three rebounds, five assists, three steals, 21 points. Bam! At a bio. was awesome. And as so often happens with Bam, though, absolutely unreal in the first half. 18 points. Finishes with 20. Oh, we better go away. They were forcing it to Butler so much. And it's like, we're trying to make Jimmy... Stop trying to make Jimmy happen. Just give it to Bam. You were winning the game. You went away from it, and it fucked you. 20 and 12 for Bam. He had 20 points on the end of 9 or 20 shooting, but they stopped using him as the fulcrum of the offense so often. And uh, so suddenly he's having to throw up these weird, shitty shots. He's getting zero space. Good defensive effort by the Nugs, but yeesh! It was not good. Uh... Oh, boy. 4 of 13 for Big Budokar Larry. The 12 points, the 9 rebounds, the 4 assists, 2 steals and a block. He also had 5,000 at turnover. He did go 4 of 9 from downtown, though. That is unreal. Maxi Struess had 12 points. He had 8 rebounds. He had 1 assist and 1 turnover, went 1 of 6 from downtown. He and Vincent, 1 of 10 combined from 3. They combined for 18 points, the 2 of them. Vincent was 3 of 13. Hashtag spoiler alert on Spud of the Night. Kevin Love went one of four from three, had three points, two rebounds. When he splashed that three at the start of the second half, you're like, oh, watch out, it's Kevin Love. He's won a title. So, yes, he's also older than shit. Uh, Caleb Martin had the 10 and five, but couldn't hit a three, and that sort of felt like the big problem for the Heat, right? If Martin's not going to give you those two, three, four threes that he's hitting per game against Boston, then it's really hard to replicate that hero production, right? Especially with Vincent and Struis not being able to hit the broadside of a fucking barn from downtown going 1 to 10. But yeah, for those three, the Mosquito Flea, right? Vincent, Struis, and Martin going 1 of 14 from three combined is uh, not going to win you too many games. So they end up 25% from three. They hit 9 of 35. They shot only 34% from the floor. 44 rebounds uh, compared to 57 for the Nugs. 
They just got dominated on the boards because MPJ, Gordon, Yoka, it's just a lot of size. But it was like the dudes like Murray as well, like that sort of third, fourth man in, making sure they got it. Very, very handy. Uh, but they at least limited the turnovers. They only had eight for the game, 14 for the Nugs. That equalized a little bit in the fourth quarter, uh, well, across the second half. But still, for the Nugs, you had Aaron Air Gordon, one of six from the floor, got jobbed on a couple of, uh, I don't know, field goal attempts and free throws, you reckon. Oh, it's good to see a, uh, just a, what is that, a Michelob? Jesus, that is a tough beer to get poured in your head, KCP. Uh, but four points for Aaron Air Gordon, 16, 13, and three for MPJ. 16, 13, and 3. He came back, my boy! Like a part of junior! 7 to 17 shooting. 1 to 6 from 3, though. But, jeez, the one that he hit was so fucking crucial. 11 for KCP. He went 1 to 5 from 3, but he had the 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and 3 blocks. He was amazing defensively. And that's kind of like the only thing that Denver needed to happen, right? Engaged KCP, engaged Michael Porter Jr. on defense, Get enough points out of them. He had 27 points between the two of those guys. Even though Jam Jamal Murray couldn't quite get the shot to drop today, he had 14, 8, and 8 on 6 of 15 shooting and 2 of 7 from 3. Porter Jr. and KCP just turning the like ticker over. Just getting the points turning over was massive. Uh, and Joker, 28, 16, and 4. Fucking hell. He'd have more than four assists if his mates were helping him out there. 10 for Bruce Brown. He went 0 of 5 from 3, but he had uh, just... Crucial points down the stretch. The two, two, two or two free throws right at the end. Beauty. Uh, seven for Christian Brown, Braun, and Jeff Green. El Jefe wins an NBA title. Four points, one assist, two or two in his five minutes. Uh, they had to play him at center for a bit when Joke was out with those couple of fouls. And uh, bang. They end up five of 28, the Nugs. Five of 28, 17%, and they win the game, and they win the NBA title. Let's do some winners. Oh, my God. I won! I won! Ah! <laughs> <clears throat> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, me Cam Brockman. Cam Brockman. <clears throat> there we Can go. We get, a get a shot of me. Uh, Denver. Oh, dude! That's right. That's a great day of history there, Jim. Did Denver come out a winner when they won the title? Oh, dude! That's right. They did. They're winners. 47 years. They have their first NBA title. And now the uh, fans in Denver can really focus in on what matters. Broncos training camp. Um, no, this is awesome. I love the Nuggets, even though Dikembe and uh, Co. ruined my fucking childhood by beating the Sonics in that fucking horrible 1-8 upset in 94. Uh, but anyway, awesome, awesome gear. They're winners. Joker with the finals MVP, obvious winner. He was amazing. 28, 16, and 4. He averaged, what? He, almost, he missed out on averaging a triple-double for the playoffs with the uh, assists dropping off. And amazingly enough, Jam Jamal Murray like, has the most assists for the uh, series uh, where he was a rank outsider to do so. Rips off, what, four straight 10-plus games and has eight in Game 5? Amazing. Uh, but Joker winning the finals MVP, it just sort of throws into stark relief. Go, yeah, he's the most dominant offensive force in the NBA. You can build your team around him. And he's the exact idea of a teammate. He doesn't give a fuck that he won finals MVP. He's like, oh, yeah, sick. We won the title, though. We're all a fucking team. This is unreal. He was so stoked. Like, you know that that finals MVP is just going to be, like, in a fucking stable in Serbia somewhere, right? Like, in two weeks' time. 
He's just up on like a shelf. <laughs> when he goes in there to visit his horses, and he's like, oh, yes, there is the Finals MVP trophy. That yeah, looks pretty nice. Horses will get to look at it. And uh, that'll be fun. Jammer Jamal Murray, big winner. Love that. Came back. I mean, have you seen his wife? He's a winner. Uh, <laughs> but also, for all the shit that he went through, the knee, just the injuries, the questions, he's been so fucking good this playoff run. Michael Porter Jr. is a winner. The 16, 13, and 3 bounced back in a massive way when it counted. Aaron Air Gordon. Do you think he's happy to be out of Orlando? He Aaron Gordon was absolutely the Giroux holiday trade, but for the Nuggets, right? He fit exactly what they needed. Same as Giroux did for Milwaukee when Milwaukee won it two years ago. Bang, Aaron Air Gordon did such a great job defensively on the likes of Jimmy Butler when needed. Uh, rotating on a bam, just doing great shit all series. Uh, Jeff Green, he's got a giant scar in his chest. My beloved former Seattle supersonic Jeff Green. NBA champion. Michael Malone. Now you got to call him Michael. <laughs> really? But how good is that? Like, an absolute just fuck yes. We did the fucking thing. He won an NBA. He's an NBA championship coach. That is fucking sick. On your Michael Malone. Uh, great job by Sacramento, though, running him out. Uh, Ish Smith, 13 teams, finally wins an NBA title. That is sick. You love to see it. DeAndre Jordan. Wins a title ahead of your man's Blake Griffin, your man's Chris Paul. DeAndre Jordan loves an NBA championship. Oh, I love that. Seriously. That is fucking cool as. So he's an NBA champion finally. Misses out, what, when he was on Brooklyn, when he was on the Lakers, when he was on the Sixers. Now he's an NBA champion because he's on the Nugs. Thomas not Kobe Bryant. Bang, that's a winner. Reggie Jackson. Gets one before Russell Westbrook, Vlatko Kanka, Zeke Naji, Peyton Watson, Christian Brown, all winners. But of course, Jack White can now lend his name, add his name to the list of Aussie NBA champions. You better believe it because Jack White, bam, 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 bam. Joins the likes of Lucian Longley, Gazy, Patty Thrills, Bangers, Bogey, Dally, and now Jack White, NBA champion. How about some losers? We're not losers. No, you two are winners, big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Loser. Loser. Losers. Uh, I don't want to shit on anybody. It's an NBA championship. The Nuggets won it, but there's a couple of names out there. Scott Foster, uh, the video referee. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're not going to overturn Jimmy Butler kicking Aaron Gordon in the dick. So how did he instigate the contact? How did he... What? What the fuck? Oh, it's his natural motion. What? At the absolute apex, you think kicking the dude coming at you. Yeah, good one. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Tough time. Tough time right now for Rusty. Reggie Jackson uh, gets an NBA title before he does. Very funny gear. The Morris Twins. Ah, tough day for them. Tough day for the Morai. So they learn the hard way that you can't stop a joker. And now he's just going to prove, prove it once more. Bones Highland. 
<laughs> yeah, I want to go play with some proven winners like Paul George <laughs> and fucking Kawhi Leonard in LA so I can actually touch the ball. <laughs> Bones Island, you absolute giant fuckwit. That's hilarious. And, of course, the big loser here, don't don't forget to pour one out for, I wish we had seven games. That would be Adam Silver. Just won't, someone please pour one out for Adam Silver's hip pocket and the uh, NBA finances because they got this in game five. <laughs> All right, let's do an NBA Australia Pro Performer of the Night. This one's pretty easy. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Oh, you little beauty. Nikola Jokic. Hello. Amazing game. Uh, Whenever the Nuggets found themselves really struggling in this game, and it happened a fair few times, right? Their heat threw absolutely everything at them defensively. And the Nuggets, this is the one thing I've sort of maintained throughout this series, is like they don't have the swoons that other teams really do on offense where they just have that sort of five, six-minute stretch of like, oh, fuck, we haven't scored this entire time. It happened when Joker goes to the bench, but if he's out there, it just feels like it doesn't happen, right? Like Joker just went, ah, right, we haven't scored for a bit. I'll just uh, put my shoulder into Bam. I'll uh, flip it up and in. There's another two points, you little beauty. And off they'd go, right? Like as long as Joker was out there, they were fine. That is such a fucking cheat code. Like usually that's Jimmy Butler who just goes, okay, boys, jump on my back. Like, there was a moment there where Denver didn't score for about, I don't know, a couple of minutes from basically halfway through the third quarter when it was 60-all, right? And then they got down four again to Miami after that Kayla Martin shot, and they basically just didn't score for, it was about four minutes. And you're like, oh, this is this feels weird. Why? What is happening? What is going on? Oh, I don't like this at all. And there was also the moment across the end of the first quarter where they got to 22 points and didn't score for a big chunk of time as well. But it really was that moment in the third quarter where the Heat had the chance to win it and run away with it. And they scored two buckets themselves in those four minutes. And then Bruce Brown got that put back and away the Nuggets went. That just sort of gave them the shot in the arm. Joker's back in there and off they go. And they sort of run away with it. Whereas the Heat just had that stretch when it was, what, 79-76 after the uh, Lowry 3 with 9 minutes 40 to go, and they didn't score again until uh, 4 minutes 30. So it was basically 5 minutes of just like, nah, we're not going to score. Joker is the reason behind that. He just went, all right, cool. No stress. I'll just keep scoring. He was amazingly efficient today, 28 points. It came on 12 of 16 shooting. He was 1 of 3 from downtown. 28, 16, and 4. He had 4 turnovers as well, 1 block. Plus 12 in a game they won by five. He was easily the best performing nugget. I want to give an honorable mention to Michael Porter Jr. though. 16 points on 17 shots, Jim. Gee, that's not that great, but fucking hell. Talk about just keeping the scoring ticking over. He just had like weirdly sort of fucky, just extra possessions. And then when he hit that three, his only three, one of six from downtown, he brought the house down. You love to see that. Who was Spud of the night, though? Spud, 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 Spud,
in the first half, they were 1 of 15. That is the worst three-point shooting percentage in a half of the NBA Finals since 1997. Uh, That's a long time. But they bounce back just enough. So 1 of 15, they go, what, 4 of 13 down the stretch? (laughs) End up at 5 of 28. Uh, But really, look, Jimmy Butler was here for his uh, Spud of the Night award. He was ready to take it. And then he went, ah, actually, Jim. Give me a second. I'll hit a couple of these threes. Check it out. I'll lead a furious comeback. Still ends up 5 of 18 for his 21 points. But God damn, he puts the fear of fucking God in you when he gets on one, doesn't he? That was electric. So really, it's got to be Gabe Vincent. He hit a couple of really nice ones. But geez, 3 of 13 and 0 of 4 from downtown. Zero rebounds, three assists, two fouls. He was actually a team worst minus 14 in 22 minutes. 22! And he took 13 shots. Yeesh! Not great. Gabe Vincent, our final Spud of the Night winner for the 2022-2023 season. And what a season it's been for bad shooting. I'll tell you that much. PJ Hamilton, Washington. We can never forget your 0 of 13. But 3 of 13 in an NBA Finals game, not great. 7 of 17 for MPG. MPJ, not great. 4 of 14 for Bruce Brown, not great. Aaron Air Gordon. One of six, not great. Kyle Lowry, four of 13, not great. Essentially, it was pretty shit shooting all the way across it. The big difference, and it's why he won the fucking knife award. Joker, six of 16. Jesus, unbelievable. But Gabe Vincent, three of 13, worst of the bunch. Tough scenes there. Who's old mate no mates, though? Old mate, no mate. 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 How about a bloke with all the mates, Jeff Green? Uh, try to find me anybody who feels any way but, oh, fuck yeah, for Jeff Green. That is sick. What a legend. I love him. Uh, but old mate, no mates. How weird was Stan Kroenke with the mic? Uh, talk into the microphone, Lisa. Uh, in, mic, into Lisa's microphone, Stan. Not into Lisa's ear, you fucking weirdo. Seriously, that was just weird. What a weirdo. Yeah, the Rams, the Avalanche, and the Nuggets have now won titles, but still, what a weirdo. Do you not know how microphones work, Stan? Oh, I'm just an old bloke talking into a lady's ear. <laughs> All right, you weirdo. Stop being gross. Anyway, uh, old mate, no mates, probably Stan Cronky, because... You're going to get to the uh, point where you have the Nuggets parade and you'll still hear the fuck Stan Kroenke chants. It's going to be good. Pantsing of the night. Ah, I already mentioned the old pantsing of the night. That was Big Buddha Carl Larry just getting nephewed out of the absolute bejesus by your mans. Aaron Air Gordon. God, it was good. Just absolutely just took it out of the air. It was beautiful. They had 60 points in the paint in the Nuggets as well, right? Which is the massivest sort of difference that you saw. And you're like, this makes such a huge, huge, huge sort of uh, changing of the geometry, basically, of the floor. If you can dominate in the paint like that, if your threes aren't dropping, you're going to win the game. It was unreal to see. Uh, better than Lonzo Ball. This might be the last one we do of Better Lonzo Ball. We'll take a vote, but geez, pour one out maybe for the Better Than Lonzo Ball. <coughs> Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. You're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Jack White. Oh, but Jim, he didn't play a playoff minute, bro. He didn't, but he's still a fucking NBA champion. Yes, Jack White. 
you little beauty. Uh, but also Christian Brown, Braun, seven points today, one block, one assist, three rebounds. Uh, he went three six at the free throw line. You're like, oh god, Christian, what are you doing? Also got blocked by Struess. Not ideal. Felt like it was a foul on that one too. But two of four from the floor, seven points, three rebounds, one assist, and a block in an NBA Finals game where he played 24 minutes and he had a plus minus of zero. If you're not losing those minutes when Christian Braun's out there, that's awesome. Christian Brown, great job, Christian Brown. Brown, you're better than Lonzo Ball. And so is Jack White because he's now an NBA champion. You love it. And finally, it's going to be Legend of the Week. Dickhead of the Week. But Legend of the Week, uh, I think this is a combo for me. Joker, Jeff Green, and Mike Breen. Uh, Jeff Green winning an NBA title, that is fucking awesome. Like, you won't find a more beloved teammate, veteran out there in the NBA. Five minutes, he had four points, went two or two from the floor. Awesome. He's an NBA champion. Love that. Old Al Hefe. He's been one, one of the old NBA Australia favorites forever based on just, what, so many years, so many years of, uh, you know, out there being athletic, being big, doing fun shit, the old hammer dunk, and drafted, of course, and played for my beloved Seattle Supersonics. Uh, Joker being the lowest drafted finals MVP of all time. That's fucking good. Legendary gear. And then Mike Breen is now called 100 finals matches. 40% of them have involved the Miami Heat. That is sick. 55% of them have had LeBron in it too. So, Oh, blocked by James. But also, never, ever, ever underestimate the heart of a champion or underestimate just how fucking good Mike Breen is as a caller. And there you go. All right, let's do some quick yeah nahs and then we'll piss off because what a game, what a win. The Denver Nuggets are your NBA champions, 2022-2023. Yeah, Nas, right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do it. Time for some yeah nahs. They're brought to you by the NBA Australia Shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Yeah, you better. NBAAustralia.com slash shop. Or just click through on the socials where there's nice, pretty pictures. That'll be fun. <laughs> so many nice, pretty pictures. Uh, so go check it out. NBAAustralia.com slash shop. Get a hoodie, get a t-shirt. It's all very nice. Celebrate in style. Absolutely Love it. Uh, we have Ben Shadel, NBA Australia. I told you, Nuggets in no more than six. Yeah, nah. Yeah. You little ripper. Uh, and the people saying that Jack White didn't do shit. Uh, it doesn't matter. Look to Delhi. You can have an impact without being on the court. Simple as that on your Jack White. Uh, but let, let's do some quick, um, some very quick uh, yeah, nahs. Look, this is it, right? They did it. They were the best team. Are they the deserving champions? Yeah, nah. Yes! Of fucking course they are. This is a fun one because I was talking to uh, 
after I got hired at Code uh, to do, you know, be the editor of Code Bet, at the boss, it's like, all right, who do you like this uh, this season? I'm like, Denver in the West, Milwaukee in the East. I figured Milwaukee probably win. Love Denver from the get go, and uh, we had Denver in five in this series, so smash that. Feeling good about it, but they were fucking awesome. Just too big, too skilled, and uh, just too good. So, yeah, they're very fucking deserving. Is this the most likable NBA Finals team in the last 10 years? Yeah, nah. Milwaukee comes very close. So I'm going to say it's probably a tie between them. Like, the Raptors is a tough one, right? Because Kawhi is unknowable. Like, the Raptors team outside of Kawhi, lovable. Maybe not Kyle Lowry, but <laughs> all right, fuck, <laughs> fuck the Raptors. But still, Toronto, cool. The Lakers, definitely not because they still have LeBron. And, like, lovable is not something you'd probably say about LeBron. So that counts out even those Cavs teams. Probably my closest thought to this is probably Milwaukee or the 15 Warriors, right? Where they find, they get over the hump. They're just a really fun, likable sort of team with, like, dudes that you feel happy for as well, right? Jam and Jamal Murray, Joker, even like Jeff Green, stuff like that. Michael Porter Jr., you might be a dickhead, but like you feel good about it. You've got the Jokic brothers. You've got Joker. You've got Jam and Jamal Murray. You've got dudes all around this team that are super fucking fun, and I love that. Even if Stan Kroenke sucks, but still, I think it's great. Do Miami regret much about this series? Yeah, nah. Nah, I don't think so. I think they were just a bit outgunned, weren't they? Like, without Hero, without Wolodipo, they're always going to struggle to score enough. But, I mean, they'd still gotten past Boston because Caleb Martin turned into the fucking second coming of Michael Jordan. Uh, Jimmy Butler has been incredible. And then he sort of just wasn't great. He just sort of hit a wall. Oh, but his ankle, his ankle from the New York series, he, like, Fuck that ankle bullshit. He still had 35 in game one against Boston. He had 27, 29, 28 in that series as well. He was still very good. He only shot 42% of that. He shot 42% in this series. It just felt like he just wore down. And it's just one of those ones where you're like, yeah, if you don't have the three-point shot to fall back on, and like if you're hurt a little bit, it gets really fucking hard to force your way to the free-throw line time and time again when you're being planned for all the time, right? And just... Going up against all that size all the time is just so fucking draining. So, look, I'm not going to lump it all on Jimmy Butler, but when we sort of get into the uh, the washout episode of this, probably on Thursday, uh, we'll sort of you know break down. We'll give some grades out for both uh, the players, the stars, and all that sort of stuff. But at the moment, it's going to be tough for Jimmy Butler. He's been to two NBA Finals, lost him uh, with this Heat team. But really, it felt like this Heat team just sort of captured lightning in a bottle in the Boston series, and you still really sort of struggle to see how they, if like Struis and Vincent just couldn't get firing up, if Caleb Martin wasn't giving them threes, like there's a reason that teams like resort to zone defense, right? They know they're not as good as the other team, and that's kind of where we landed. So, But I love it. They were really good. They were pretty tough, and I would have much rather we'd seen like a couple more games like today's. That's probably the most frustrating part for me. It's like this is the Heat 
just fucking dragging you down to their level. And Denver is going to be sitting there going, well, yeah, we dissected the zone time and time again. We just missed a million threes or else we would have blown the fucking doors off of this game. You're like, yeah, that also checks out. So, yeah, rough one. Uh, a couple of other, yeah, Nas, Luke Fragona. Uh, we've been thinking about your Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Neutron comments with great humor. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, but I can't help but feel Aaron Gordon is getting lightly, getting off lightly here. Aaron Gordon, a.k.a. Zordon. Might have just as big a head as old mate. Yeah, nah, you might remember Zordon. If you're uh, of the same vintage as me uh, from the Power Rangers, remember? He's got that giant fucking floating bonce on him. Uh, my point to uh, Fragona was that it's like, uh, yeah, I just look at Aaron Gordon, I see Predator. Like he's built like a brick shit house. He's got a pretty big old fucking head on him too, though. So I'll pay it. Zordon mixed with Predator. Checks out. But the Zordon is a great call. Fragona smash that one. Just go Google Zordon and go, yep, that's a big fucking head. Then you look at Aaron Gordon, you're like, Jesus, he's got a big fucking bonds on him too. I am Matty S. Chucked in a quick one too. Hey, Jimmy, I think if you stop doing better than Lonzo Ball, Ball, it'll be even sadder. The poor bloke will be completely forgotten without you memorializing him. Hashtag better than Lonzo forever. Yeah, nah, look, I'm open to suggestion. We might have a vote. We'll see what we think. Uh, better than Wiseman, better than Ben Simmons, better than Mark L. Fultz, better than Jason Tatum. <laughs> uh, we've got plenty of options, so we'll throw it out. We'll see how we go for next year uh, or next season, but either way. Good times, fun shit. Uh, we had Ian Matthew Bassett send in an unpopular opinion of the day as well. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, I have an opinion that everyone will hate. I don't mind when my team rest players. There's clearly evidence it reduces injuries. If you're really a fan of your team, you know all the players and are happy to see some bench guys get a run. If it gets you a chip, there's a lot you'll put up with. It sucks for a casual, but if you're going to get if you're going to force teams to play 82 games in a season, that's what you get. I'll pay that, but my big problem is why play fucking 82 games? <laughs> Like, that's always been my problem. 82 games, oh, well, we need to rest them. All right, then play less games. Oh, well, we still need to rest them. Why? We just spread it out a little bit more. Play 70 games a season. As I've broken down, we've got the big breakdown coming this offseason about how we would fix the schedule. That's definitely going to happen. It's going to be very fun, too, uh, for all us nerds out there. But, um, yeah, look, I Ian's point is well made, right? Like, if you know your team, you're laughing. But when you're, like... If you're a six-year-old kid, seven-year-old kid going, ah, oh, I'm here to see my favorite player, and they go, nah, he's resting. He's got to he's got to play a more important game. It's like, fucking hell. Like, that's the most important game in your life right then for that kid, for that fan. Um, but my problem is, yeah, 82 games in a season, we don't need to be playing 82. Just spread it out. Seriously, you're going to have an in-season tournament as well. Then just fucking have that nicely standalone. You're going to make more gate receipts if you just sort of... Ex- ban the playing tournament or the the actual sort of in-game, in-season tournament, that sort of shit. So I think uh, the NBA should also charge an absolute arm and a leg for the new franchises coming in and uh, then sort of spread that out across the teams and so they can sort of eat some of the losses if we're, if they lose five home games a season or something. So anyway, uh, I'll talk about that in the off-season. But I do like it. Bassett makes a good point. You'll be happy to see some bench guys get a run. That's cool if you're a super-duper fan, of course. But really, not everybody's a super-duper fan. So, 
you know. And the weird thing is, like, the clear evidence to reduce injuries, like, you're sort of seeing this with the AFL as well, right? It's like, is the evidence there? <laughs> like, there's evidence for different, like, approaches and resting and shit. It's weird, especially in basketball, because uh, I think we're probably seeing less soft tissue injuries in gear, but I don't know if it's helping and reducing overall total injuries, but we'll see how we go. Anyway, let's do an Outback Takehouse. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. It's Tuesday at our back. You know what that means? Oh, yeah, it's the end of the NBA season, so we're going to have to sit here and like hire new staff because not only is it the end of the season, but that fucking bird got out of the cool room. And it was pissed off when it got out of the cool room as well, I tell you. But then I managed to just jump on its back, whip off its head, and away we went. But I still lost three good men. So I'm on seek.com.au trying to replace that right now. But today's special of cassowary casserole is still fucking delicious. And it's only at Outback. And today's Flame Grill take is... The Nuggets are not going to go back-to-back in next year. Do you know if they, they have to play? The Oklahoma City Thunder, who are going to win the NBA title in 2024. Only at Outback. That is a flame-grilled take. They made the play-in, but geez, I'm just saying they get Chet back this year. One more year of Josh Giddy SGA. Whoa. Uh, I think the Nuggets are a pretty good bet to go back-to-back. They're loaded. Uh, they're very, 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 very deep. They've got their two superstars. They've got MPJ. They've got Aaron Gordon. They just sort of need to keep the uh, extraneous pieces like Bruce Brown and co. Let's see how they go from there. But I love that. All right. What about an Andrew Gaze Graham um, reward for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence? It's the first Andrew Gaze Gray Mumba. Clap it up. There you go. Just great clapping. The Andrew Gaze Grand Mum Reward for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. Nikola Jokic. First player in NBA history to lead all players in points, rebounds, and assists in a single postseason. Yeah, it's not bad. He beat KD. He beat Booker. He beat LeBron. He beat AD. He beat Playoff Jimmy. He beat Cat. He beat Gobert. He's had the most playoff triple-doubles ever. He had 10. That's the most in a pl- single playoff uh, run. He's got the most assists ever by a center. He had the first 30-20-10 finals game. He won the finals MVP. He averaged 30-14 and basically 10. Not buddy bad. Not buddy bad. Nikola Jokic is a top 25 player of all time. Book it. If he can win a couple more titles, he'll be pushing for top 15. We'll see what happens. Uh, Jam Jamal Murray, 100 plus assists, 150 plus, uh, 100 plus points, 50 plus assists, 45% shooting in final series. The last three guards to do that: Jam Jamal Murray, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson. Yeah, that's pretty good. But still, overall, the Yoka story it almost gets underplayed how like improbable it is. Like the 41 pick is the lowest pick to ever win a Finals MVP. You love that. He was absolutely dominant. This entire run. And just like the way that the Nugs went about it. Like, it's just incredible. They lost like four games the entire playoffs. Like, just think about that. That's sick. 
Through the Wolves, they lost one game. They lost two to the Suns, and they lost one to the Heat. Four games! They went 16-4. and four. That's uh, pretty good. That's uh, Also, they were plus 30 in point differential. That's 15 in all, of all time in NBA champions. 15th all time with the point differential. Ahead of the 15 Warriors. That is sick. All right. What about a Patty Mills game day ball or game day Twitter check-in? Love this. Oh, Patty, 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 Patty. What about Chris Anstey? He's out there just like, fuck yeah. Stoked. But Patty, Patty, Patty thrills. He's over in Italia at the moment. He's in Milan. Uh, but he's also doing some great posting. Uh, posted a pretty fun sort of uh, bowl of Pat posts. He's just you know, tipping his head as to uh, the bracket. He's picking Bill Russell. He's picked Tyler Hero over uh, Joel Embiid. He's gone Larry Bird over Pistol Pete. He's gone Seth Curry. Alan Iverson over AD. Ben Simmons over Clyde Drexler. Grant Hill versus George Gervin. It goes on. It's pretty good. But really, I'm just here about the Patty Mills shot tutorial about the backspin again. So I'm looking forward to the Patty Mills Jack White congratulations post as well. Should be bloody good. But that's pretty great. Uh, what about a great moment in NBA Australia State history before we wrap up some uh, betting stuff? Great moments in NBA Australia State history. Oh, you are bloody right. It is a pretty great moment because not only did Reggie Jackson win a ring before uh, before our man's Russell Westbrook, but the simple idea of like, you know, Jack White becoming an NBA champion before Ben Simmons is also pretty funny. Uh, but Jack White, a great moment in NBA Australia State history, becomes the seventh Aussie to win a title. Luke Longley, Big Lucian, Gazy, Patty Thrills, Bangers, Bogues, Dally, and now. Dun, 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 dun. That's right, Jack White. That is fucking awesome. I'm very, very excited by it. So let's go. I mean, we could throw Kyrie in there if you wanted. He is technically Aussie, but fucking BA, can't you? <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Let's go back to a bit of uh, betting gear. How we go? We rolled out with. Uh, well, this one didn't hit today, so we've got a. Al on the last pick of the season. And we ended up 40 of 78. That's pretty good. I'll take it. So what's that? 40 and uh, 38 for the playoffs. Just in absolute uh, picks against the spread. 40, 78. I don't know how we went with the over-unders that I threw in extra ones, but uh, the under hit today, so I'll take that one, but still. Uh, what else did we have? Like We had a couple of season-long ones. Obviously, Nuggets in five hit. Uh, nailed that pick. And uh, our title odds that we wrote. Oh, shit, my three favorite ones. If you go back, so I've still got this in my uh, NBA Australia run sheet. Five, 20, 22, 23 off-season odds. Title odds, my three favorite ones were the Bucks, 650, Clippers, $8.00. And Denver, $23. Jamal, MPJ, they feel loaded, women notes. And they were uh, listed ahead of worth a look. The Sixers at 15, Celtics at 6-1, to one, Brooklyn at 26-1. to one. So, pretty good in my top three. But uh, 
There you go. So playoffs last year, we went 44 of 89. This year, uh, we have gone, what did I say, 40 of 78. Pretty good. And that's it. We're done. The 2023 NBA champions in the Denver Nuggets. Incredible gear. You love it. Uh, so we will come back. We'll have a show Thursday, I reckon, this week. We'll just do a quick little bit of uh, wrapping up from all the fallout from the Nuggets winning their first title. Uh, we'll look at who are the favorites for next season. I think the Nuggets are actually the favorite now ahead of the Celtics and the Bucks. Um, I still like the Nuggets. Not bad. Should be pretty fun. Either way, uh, so check that show out on Thursday, I think it'll be. Uh might say we get a guest on or something, but either way, uh, check out NBA Australia on Twitter, Face EIG as well. Roll over the socials, NFL Australia, myself and Gaz. Uh, we'll have more NFL shit popping off very, very soon, no doubt. Uh, Code Bet Daily, I'm on that every single day as well. Uh, get around NBAstraya.com slash shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Uh, check us a rating review on your podcast app. Rate, review, star it, all that good shit. Come on, I don't ask for much. Just comment, like it, whatever you got to do. Uh, help your mate Jimmy out. It is just me over here doing all the stuff. So that'd be really handy. Uh, big thanks, as always, to From Oslo for the in- intro and outro song. They rule, and so do House Hats, Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa Sex Shedai, Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you heard throughout the show, throughout the season. Great bands. Give them all a smash on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify, and remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands, so should you. All right, we're going to close out with a really quick deli review uh, of Avatar 2, Way of Water. And we'll catch you on Thursday, I reckon, you dickheads. There's Jack White. God, he's having a great time. Fucking love it. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. Congratulations to our man. Dun, 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 dun. Jack White, NBA champion. Fucking love it. NBA Australia loves you, mate. All right, we'll catch you on Thursday, dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? Congrats to the Nugs on your Jack White. Let's go, Nuggies! Later, Hosen. Oi, 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 how the fuck is you all right? That's right, just your old mate, Dally, just swinging by. Yeah, I've had a few morning tins and shit watching the NBA Finals and all that gear and shit. Just good to see my little mate, Jack White, win an NBA title and sick. Shit's like fucking, yeah, I just gave him some advice, you know. Melbourne United to Melbourne United and gear, you know. Just good mates, me and Jack. Just like, fuck yeah, this is how you win a title, bro. And he's like, oh yeah, no problems, Dally. I'll just go and do it then, eh? And that's what he did, so it's fucking sick as on you, mate. Uh, but real quick pop culture review for you is today. Look, you know, Mrs. Nine's had a bit of a... Chill time and, uh, you know, hanging out, not doing too much. I'm just getting ready for the World Cup and shit. So, yeah, just chilling out, sinking tins, watching hoops, all the good stuff. But, yeah, we finally watched that new Avatars. You know, the Avatars movie with those blue pricks? Like, they run around, like, flying on shit, whatever. And then there's, like, that Jim Cameron bloke, he came out with a new one. And everyone fucking lost their minds. It's like, yeah, it's the most, like, forgettable fucking movies ever that'll make a billion bucks. But, yeah. So, we watched that Avatars 2, and I've got to tell you, it looks fucking mint as, but it is the fucking most boring fucking movie I've seen in ages. Like, 
I reckon I could have written it. It's like just so fucking straightforward. I'm like, oh, yeah. Gee, I didn't see that one coming. Oh, jeez, I didn't see that twist coming either. Who would have thought? Oh, wow. Look at that. They're in the water. Doesn't it look great? Just because it looks great doesn't mean it's a fucking good movie, dickheads. Anyway, so yeah, Avatars 2, Way of Water. Give it like 14 out of 10 deli ones. All right. So there you go. Congrats to Jack White, NBA champion. He joins our very exclusive club. We'll buy him some tins when he gets home. Boo, and longers, and gazing and shit. So, yeah, should be good. Don't know if Bogues will be around, but whatever. All right, so there you go. Good shit on your nuggies. Good to see them win. Fucking love Joker. He's a good bloke. Love Jamal, Jamal Murray. He's a good bloke. Yeah, bunch of good blokes on that team. So, good on him. All right, and that's it for me. Uh, I'll pop back in during the off-season here and there and shit and just, like, keep dropping in pop culture reviews because that's what I'll do on NBA Australia. So until then, later, fuckos. Deli out. Way to go, nugs. Mm-hmm.